0: You're listening to a Fit Plus Love production.
1: You don't have to go all out in every single thing you do, but you have to, if you want to make one thing happen, you have to give everything you have to that one thing.
0: That was Diane Chumas. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my
1: podcast,
0: Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative, Hi, and thanks for tuning in to the Marnie On The Move podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. How is everyone? How are you feeling? I hope everyone is staying healthy and safe. I love hearing from you guys on Instagram. If you haven't already reached out on DM, please feel free. It's always great to see your comments. And it's so important that we stay connected with our community while in quarantine. And of course, if there are any guests that you want to hear from or questions you have for past guests, hit me up on email, marnionthemove1 at gmail.com. On today's episode, I sync up with Diane Chumas, fitness entrepreneur and creator of All Out with D, her all new fitness company offering digital fitness and wellness programming, workouts, workshops, and coaching, including strength, cardio, core, yoga, sound bath meditation with ancient Tibetan singing bowls, and nutrition. Diane is one of New York City's most popular indoor cycling instructors, where she teaches at Swerve, and was the creator of the studio's instructor training program. She has been integral in the development of the Swerve method since the studio launched, which is where we met. Diane is also known for her terrific yoga classes with Moto Yoga and her boot camp fitness. Of course, in COVID times, Everything is now online, and you can go to her website, Dianechumas.com, and that is Diane, D-Y-A-N-T-S-I-U-M-I-S.com to learn more about all of her digital offerings. I sync up with Diane about how fitness changed her life, the intense Sadi sessions that transformed her mind and body, and her innovative playlists and the music that inspires her. Diane shares her personal weight loss story, how she shifted gears from a corporate job to a career in fitness as an instructor and personal trainer. Diane has been in the fitness industry for over 10 years. She has over 17 certifications in her portfolio, from spin to yoga and meditation, as well as nutrition. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's super inspiring. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on Apple. It's easy, head over to your app, Scroll through the episodes, click on write a review, click on five stars, and tell us what you love about the show. Today's episode is fueled by Mad Ritual CBD. Mad Ritual CBD has changed my recovery game in a really big way. Get ready to recover like a rebel with these awesome, high-quality, CBD-infused products. Their CBD balm is off-the-charts amazing. And I'm not the only one that thinks so. Mad Ritual has 100 plus five-star reviews. The balms have five simple organic ingredients, coconut oil, shea butter, olive oil, plant wax, CBD, and different blends of essential oils. Personally, I prefer the eucalyptus and peppermint. They also offer a terrific CBD-infused total recovery supplement, not just for athletes, The products are formulated to ease all of the aches and pains that come along with being an active human. So if you are sore from life, Mad Ritual gets it. Founded by women athletes and active entrepreneurs, they are committed to helping active folks bring more balance to their lives. Mad Ritual is offering Marnie on the Move listeners 15% off. Head over to their website madritual.com and use the code Marnie on the Move. Now on to the episode. Tell me a little bit about where your journey into fitness began.
1: Yeah, totally. I always played sports, like, growing up. That was, like, my thing. I was always very athletic and loved the camaraderie of being on a team. And I played soccer and was on our state team. And then I went to college, and I was like, oh, I'm, I totally, like, want to make sports my life like have that as part of everything I do and so I majored in athletic training and when I did that I stopped playing sports and when I graduated college you know how tall I'm 5'1 so I'm yeah short. and I was <laughs> I was over 200 pounds when I graduated college because I didn't play sports anymore I was always in the training room I you drank a lot and ate a lot of pizza with blue cheese and mm-hmm. it's
0: it happens <laughs> to a lot of people in college <laughs>
1: I remember one of my clients one time, like when I was in and I was like telling her my story, she's like, Yeah, Diane, you and everyone else. And I was like, Yeah, I know, but like it's my thing. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. So I didn't really feel comfortable being a trainer and going and doing that when I clearly wasn't living a healthy life myself. I was smoking a pack of cigarettes, probably more a day.
0: I vaguely remember being really into fitness when I was in my. 20s and smoking a lot of cigarettes while drinking tons of wine so yeah I
1: don't understand I don't if know I what we were thinking back now, then I would I can't even imagine I can't even have a glass of wine without being like whoa that was too much love. yeah so then I moved to the city so I moved to New York after college and I was a nanny for a couple of years which was Second to what I do now, my favorite job. It was awesome. I loved every single thing. I'm still friends with the family. And it was, so I was like, you know, the cliche Upper East Side nanny that was hilarious. And then I delved in, I was like, okay, I'm going to put on my big girl pants and get a real job. So I worked at Bank of America in m and I was an executive assistant. So that was, it was, for me, it was awesome to learn about the high end of the city and what all of the people in finance, what they do. And it was a real eye-opener into New York life from that perspective right. and what a lot of people need. And when I remember my boss at the time would literally leave every day. and He was the head of MA at Bank of America and he would go to the gym and everyone would be like looking to find him to like get deals done and stuff. But for him, that was his outlet. And I've always respected him that much. It's like so much for doing that. But it taught me like, being fit is very important to work at that level like to ha- to have that be a priority so from there like during all this time too i was getting myself fit right so i was like going to the gym and taking classes and eating well meanwhile still drinking a lot and smoking a little it's okay yeah and then i worked at warner i got another job and when i was at warner i ran a couple, I ran Boston twice. I was, I did it for Children's Hospital in Boston. So I was on. And that's know, like, where you're from, free, right? Really free- didn't qualify. Yeah. So I grew up outside of Boston. That was like a big thing for me uh, to run that race because growing up as a kid, that's all, that's what you did. The whole town, like every town, the city of Boston, you line up and you cheer the marathoners on. So to go and do that, like get fit to be able to do that was huge for me. And it was always something that I was like, I want to do that someday because it's the coolest experience. And a bunch of the executives were like, can, I, can you train me to run a marathon? So I trained my boss was the head of corporate communications and I trained him. He ran, he ran New York that one, one of the years that I worked for him and then other execs on the floor were coming to me like oh can you train me and literally I was like this is the best part of my day (laughs) yeah when people come to me with an injury like what should I do how do I rehab it or I was like this what am I doing I'm only getting sucked into the golden handcuffs of only making more and more money and having paid vacations and you know things health insurance you know
0: yeah I mean those things are all important but you have to also do what you love
1: 100%. So so yeah, one day I just went into my boss's office and said I'm going to I I was working at Equinox teaching a couple classes on the side like in my last years working at Warner and I had done this um it was Camp Mariah, like a fresh air fund camp that Mariah Carey had and we went up with Equinox to do a charity day with all of these kids and teach them about different professions. So we went up to say like, Oh, you could be a fitness professional as your career. And meanwhile, I'm like working in the music business and teaching all these kids. And I was teaching Intensati, which is a class with positive affirmations. It's like a kickboxing class.
0: Right. That Patricia Moreno started.
1: Right. Yeah. So she's like my mentor in fitness. She trained me as an instructor and that was my first modality of fitness. And I remember these kids you know like urban kids they were like 10 to 13 mm-hmm. are tougher than any adult ever you know they're like badass kids and we're looking at me like lady you're whack and I <laughs> remember being like I'm they're gonna kill me and then we started shouting and screaming and by the end of all the classes they would leave being like I am strong I can do this I am confident and literally I was like broken down in tears at the end of the day, like, this is what I need to do with my life. I'm going to change the world with fitness because I believe that. I think that if you are fit and strong and it makes you do better things in your life, right? Like if you feel good, you do better stuff. And I genuinely think it sounds so like bananas. And I feel like when people make giant statements, you're like, okay, crazy. But I think that if people – felt really good in their bodies and felt confident and strong, they would make a lot better decisions that would really change the world in a way better way than, than we're currently doing with a lot of things we're doing.
0: Yeah, no, I 100% agree. So were you, were you part of the, did you ever do any of the project classified classes? Like, do you remember? So... I, I thought that we, I, I'm pretty sure you and I, we met when you were at Swerve when I was doing PR for the company and launching the studio. Yeah. Did you do the whole Project Classified thing?
1: Project, Project Class, I didn't do Project Classified. I did the community shape up with New York City. So I was... One of the first instructors to go out into like the New York City community centers through Equinox.
0: I remember when we met at Swerve, I was beyond impressed with your class and music as we sort Aww. of discussed. And Swerve is one was one of many studios that I helped launch, starting with Soul Cycle when they only had two locations. So I think you're one of the most talented, inspiring, motivating instructors in the world of fitness, whose class I've ever taken
1: you are sweet
0: thank you it's true and your playlists are so awesome
1: i mean it always has been kind of my way ever since i was in high school i used to record on the like red button press down from the radio i used to love making playlists back then and now did you make a lot of
0: mixtapes
1: oh my god I, the amount of mixtapes and sending mixtapes to friends at camp was like always like so low tech now but like back then so high tech and I loved it and it's the thing that it keeps me going and I'm like okay I, know I can music if that's the thing like people who run I can meditate right like sit with nothing but to work out for me I need music to keep me going like I'm I think that runners or anyone who works out without music is just like magical because that's so not for me because I need someone or something to like encourage me and push me and run faster when the beat drops more or sprint harder, whatever it is. I need it for me.
0: You're speaking my language because the entire reason that I love running is because of the music. Because I get to listen to music uninterrupted for as long as I'm out on my run. And I appreciate a good playlist and I love discovering new music and hearing things in different ways that I normally wouldn't think of them. So I I definitely, I mean, I get it. It's Where do you, you have such a diverse range and portfolio of music and artists that you like. Do you have a source that you go to that you love also? You
1: know, it's so funny. I just like deep deck. I mean, I get back in the day I did, I worked at Warner Music for when, not when I very first moved to the city, but as part of like my corporate stint. And that really opened me up to a lot bigger range of music. But now I just I mean, I go like deep dive. Like, I'll find one DJ that I love and then I'll like listen to a bunch of his tracks and then, or her tracks and then go from there into another space. I spend like hours and hours on SoundCloud or even like YouTube and Spotify, like what's recommended. And then I'll just keep looking and searching and listening. And it's one of those things I feel like I have a very, Good pulse on what people are gonna love, or or work well in a class. Only because I've been doing it for such a long time. Amazing. Yeah, I mean you've done
0: an amazing job, and it's just amazing to see the evolution and how the classes are just always like so much fun. The teachers are great, and it's amazing that you know what you're doing now in this time where people can't go take classes at studios. That you guys brought the bikes to your customers' houses. Or apartments yeah. in the city.
1: It's the best idea. Everyone was so pumped. I was talking to one of the riders who got a bike and he was, Eric and J.H. delivered the bikes themselves. And so the rider was like, oh my God, when Eric turned the corner with the bike, I almost started crying. Like It's one of those things you don't realize how much you miss something until it's not there anymore. We're a part of everyone's day and that's the best part of any fitness class but also it's the best part about being a fitness instructor right like what my favorite thing when people are like I I want to be a spin instructor I want to be a fitness instructor and I'm like (laughs) do you do you really want to wake up at four o'clock in the morning and spend five hours making a playlist and then like have it's really it's one of those it's totally not thankless people are really appreciative of it but like
0: what goes into it take me through in case somebody's listening and you know they're like you know what this is what I love. This is what I want to do. How do they get started with becoming a spin instructor or a fitness instructor?
1: Yeah. You know what? It is one of those things that, like, I was so lucky because back in the day, we my first place that I ever really taught at was Equinox at the time. And they still do have really wonderful instructors. And they're highly qualified. And I was really lucky to have a teacher like Patricia, but I think having someone to guide you through or going through a training program with a boutique studio or with any sort of high-end major gym. A lot of the gyms, though, don't have training programs, like you kind of have to be
0: very self-directed,
1: self-taught or yeah. like honestly, I think the best way to teach, I learned so much teaching in the community centers too because you're dealing with a clientele that might not be as fit as people who are going into gyms and you're not dealing with like the best sound systems and you're screaming at the top of your lungs not into like a $1000 mic, right? Like right, still, it's like, like boot camp oh. for fitness
0: instructors. <laughs>
1: in trial and ever it's like it's like being off Broadway to make your way to Broadway right like you right. put in your time to get good I did that for a long time I also worked at corporate gyms like gyms that are in buildings of companies in New York City so I worked in like at Goldman and I worked in the gym at Bank of America after the fact too and and all these different companies but it's almost like like if people are in the suburbs like teaching at why, awesome because you hone your skills Right. right. It's like why teachers go to student teach when right. they're in in college. Like that's kind of the process is learning and honing your craft before you can get really good.
0: Yeah, I mean I did, I did my teacher my yoga teacher training certification 10 years ago. I uh-huh. did like 500 hours and I taught a couple of classes, but what I noticed was that for me It was really hard to have that as a side hustle because it requires a tremendous amount of time, dedication and commitment that you have some other career that you're doing. You know, you need to find the time to do that right now. I'm doing my Ironman training, coaching certification. I love it because it's so challenging. But I mean, you are such an entrepreneur. You've always been growing your own personal brand, even while you know, at Swerve, you had a boot camp and you have your own website and now you're doing motivational coaching and yoga. Talk to me a little bit about what you're doing and what you've been building over the past few years and then maybe take me to where it's going.
1: This is so funny because I didn't, I haven't even told you this, but yes, I, I have been and that's all. I think what I, why I do all of this is because it's all worked for me, right? Like I was 200 pounds. I Taught Intensati because that got me in like a physical place where I felt physically better, but also mentally. And doing a lot of self help work, and I, I did a lot of Tony Robbins conferences and that kind of stuff, but also a lot of reading and then meditating and yoga. So yeah, I've, I've, I have this passion, and as I like do more things, people are like, "Oh my god, you have so many certifications!" And I like, do, yeah, yeah, because I do because. Because I love, I love to share what's worked for me, and so, um, yeah. So when I, I was the head head of training and head head instructor and director of training for Swerve for so long, and then I had really started to do so much yoga as like a form of sanity, and I always kept yoga for me as like my happy place. It was like the thing I didn't teach, and I didn't have to watch the instructor to be like, oh, I'm going to add that transition into my class. It right. was something to, like totally go to and zone out and, and just be there for me. And then I think it was like I had been going for like six years, like pretty much daily. If I didn't go for like a day or two max in a row, I was like, this is not – I didn't feel right. My body hurt. Like my mind was cloudy. So I was like, this is rude, like of me to not go – and get trained so that I can share this too with mm-hmm. people that I love. So I stepped down as the head instructor and, and manager of the training program to go and do that. And so I, I left for six weeks and I went to Montreal and I trained with Modo.
0: Why did you pick that studio to do your training there?
1: That had been my home. I had taken, you know, in New York, there are thousands of yoga studios I had gone to a lot of different ones and when I started moto's a hot studio which I really love I love to like sweat and I feel like that it does allow you to go deeper into the practice and you know stretch more intensely and also just like let go I feel like when you're sweating you're around all those people it's just a little different and for me that community was so Welcoming and awesome, and and the studio in Manhattan is in the West Village. And I always say that the people who like just like Swerve, you know, the people who build it and are the founders and the pillars of the community are who you bring in. And the people, I mean, let's say New Yorkers are tough people, and you can get some really tough people in classes sometimes. And Moto wasn't like like it had the most amazing community of people coming in. And and I had, that had been my place. And I was like, if I'm gonna train anywhere, it's gonna be here. And then I I was friends with a, a few of the instructors and I was asking them and learned about the training program. And it's just a really smart practice, Moto is. It's really great. It's like really anatomically based. There's, it's a set practice, but not really, right? There's lots of variations to the to the movements that you can do, but they also have flow classes. So it's like a Hatha base style, but then they have Ashanga style classes too. And then Yan and yin And so it's just for me felt like home, which is why I picked that. And then like five years ago I went to a wellness camp for adults. I was an instructor. I was teaching boot camps and I was in the instructor bunk and one of the teachers who was there, was so awesome and, like, was telling the best stories. And I'm like, what class do you teach? And she was like, oh, singing bowls. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but I'm going to come take your class. And I did, and it was the most magical thing I'd ever experienced. And so right after that, I trained to get certified in Tibetan singing bowls, which was, like, my jam. And that's when I became, like, fully... Immersed in sound meditation. Yeah, I had done a meditation training with Ishta Yoga, Alan Finger, who's amazing.
0: Alan Finger is like the one of the OGs of yoga.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, he is the greatest. And that I lived in the building of Isha Yoga and had never been there for like three years. And I lived right upstairs. Yeah. So he was my first meditation teacher, and I loved it. And I love him. He's magical. But I felt for me, I, I like to have something more as a teacher to share Mm -hmm. with meditation, like to guide people through. Um, So when I found the singing bowls, I was like, okay, this is it. Like, this is how we do this. And so, yeah, so I, I, this Saturday, so all of this, like I went to IAN, so I have like my nutrition certification and I'm a holistic health coach in that. And so I do that for my personal training side. So like you said, like I had a website, had a website and work with clients privately. And now it's kind of morphed into going deeper with people and realizing like, even when I had lost a lot of weight in the beginning, I still felt like a total fat kid, right? I still had that mentality. And it wasn't until I really started meditating and getting clear and realizing it was all about confidence right? Like you see people in a body that might not be the fittest and they're the most confident person in the world. I'm like, it doesn't have anything to do with the outside. It has to do with the inside. Yeah. Yeah. So on Saturday, my new website is fully launching with all of these
0: all out with D.
1: all out with D. Yeah. My like landing page is the full throttle is going live on Saturday. And it's really, it's been a, passion of mine to be able to share this and it's what I've been doing for the past 10 years with clients and this is just a program now that I think will be helpful for people it is a private one-on-one with me but it's not meant to have like you don't need me with you for life right it's just like a finite month three month six month thing and then go fly little bird right and then you have the tools to go do all of this on your own
0: it's all digital
1: it's all digital coaching programs, uh, nutritional. So it's, I guide you through, it's really tailored to the client. I still do live training with people, but we're going to take it online in isolation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But I have clients that are in San Francisco and LA that I train virtually. And I was like, what better time now? Cause people need it. We're going to, we'll do it online. And then um, I've, over the years done more and more corporate coaching so going in to companies and doing wellness programs for groups because taking a fitness class having a meditation doing nutritional talks with your coworkers and have finding this common space of oh we're not only in a job together right but we also spend more time together than we do with any other people in our lives and to have Something else to talk about other than work and have other goals to work towards that are making our life and then productivity at work even better has been another like avenue in all of all of this coaching. So
0: how will the programs and classes on All Out with D work?
1: You can pick either mind, body, or nutrition, right? So mind is meditation. There are live classes. You can do just the one-off classes, or you can do weekly private sound baths with me. Which are more tailored to going deep and working on what the client needs. Because the whole premise is, yeah, going all out doesn't mean very few people are like you, Martin, where they're like Iron Man during my whole life. Like No, I know. That, right? Like and that's perfect. But there are things like, listen, I'm gonna go all out with working on my relationship, right? And things like that. So you're going to pick one area, like, okay, I'm really going to work on my nutrition and go deep in that area. So that would be focusing on in that area. The other one is body is in the workout. So it's now online workouts, if you're in New York, and when the time comes, that can be live also. But for now, it's online. And then The nutrition is all online, all one-on-one support, daily check-ins, weekly check-ins, food logging, all of that kind of stuff and support around what's working best for your body. I've been doing this for years and people think like, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to eat again. I'm going to be miserable. And like my clients are like, oh my God, I'm eating so much more. I love what I eat. My body feels better. I've lost so much weight and people don't realize they know what they need to do, they just don't do it. And when they do, do what they're supposed to and it feels better, that becomes the habit that takes over. And yeah, we just eat cake and mess up and not work out for three days in a row and like there's, it's okay, because that sometimes happens and we need it.
0: How are you boosting your immune system right now and staying healthy? What are some foods that, that would be helpful in this time that we should be eating?
1: all the fruits, all the veggies like vitamin C which is like oranges um all like i think that people need to eat fresh foods again and this almost is the best time right you have to go to the grocery store and cook food unless you're like still getting delivery right but i think this is my my big thing always in in life is like eat like your grandparents did right go to the grocery store and cook food but yeah i mean take Take vitamins, drink so much water, because that lubes everything. Your body, for every, for every faculty we have and for every process in the body, it requires hydrogen, oxygen, and we get that from water. And so staying really well hydrated. I've been telling everyone, gargling with salt water constantly once an hour. That's what you should do.
0: So, lots of vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin
1: C, vitamin D, zinc tablets, if you can get them. I mean, like, they are they sold out <laughs> <we have> everywhere. <laughs> like, so you should see we like stocked up online, like, so hardcore. I have like vitamin C gummies and tablets and suckers and all of that. I mean, and zinc sucker, all of it. But yeah, I mean, I would say if the one thing you do, keep moving, right? Work your lungs so that they stay strong but also stay really hydrated. Those would be my biggest things that I could tell people to do two things. And that's for all of life.
0: Not just during the times where there's a virus attacking our lungs or cardiovascular system, but in general. I think this is like a wake-up call for people. I agree. It's really important to exercise and eat healthy and sleep and have some downtime. And really, while we are in this situation where it's not a positive situation, try to find something Positive or mm-hmm. that optimistic out of the situation?
1: I think there are a lot of really good things that are coming of this, right? People are really getting back to basics, right? They're having to find quiet time. I mean, I think being able to put the phone down and to step away from the TV, I mean, like, my boyfriend and I, we play cards every night for like so long. (laughs) That's so fun. (laughs) It's like being, I'm like, we do that on vacation when we're in the sun, but we never do it at home, right? Like taking little moments to really connect. And I'm doing sound baths three times a week online, more five times a week online. I have
0: to tune into one of them.
1: They are, I mean, I'm shocked by I keep I keep them live, right? I keep them up for 24 hours so people if they can't make it when I'm actually playing live that they can listen to after. In the comments I'm getting back like from people that I wouldn't expect. I know my people who come and who are, you know, who know me, who come to do my stuff but it's people who I'm like it would take a lot for them to try this and now they are like oh my gosh this is like saving me and people who would like blatantly make fun of me before like oh <laughs> you're so you know didn't know that a I needed this but b it's like I'm gonna come to all of these or listen to all because people need like you said keeping cortisol down there's a lot of stress financially worrying about our own health and people we love's health. It's it's really important to take time to turn the news off and get quiet and just breathe. Cause that's not something that we all do.
0: No, and I actually found myself turning off my T V and no longer watching the news because every day at four o'clock I would start to have anxiety and I'm one of those people who refuses to
1: Right. Like I get, get
0: caught up in all that and yeah. and it's it's like stronger than me. It took a lot for me to to feel the anxiety. And once I felt it, it was definitely paralyzing in a way that was kind of scary. And so I, I t- sort of took a step back and I was like, oh, my God, I can't handle this every day at four o'clock because I usually would like turn on New York One or I'd look at Instagram and I recognize what's happening, but I had to turn it off. And even like I was saying, when we started our call, going outside can be scary, but it's also really good for you. So it's like, you know, finding the balance. And I never, ever actually thought that I would feel those feelings, but I did. And so I kind of had to step back and... I unfollowed people on Instagram, and I stopped watching TV. I had to stop because I have to just keep moving forward and focus on what's good and positive and exercising and eating healthy and taking classes with my favorite teachers that I could never get to because I'm too far away. So now I'm like on Zoom and Instagram Live taking classes.
1: Yeah. And I think that even though we're isolated, we're still we're doing a really good job and thank God for tech at staying connected and being to do things with other people I think is really important like having a happy hour virtually with friends I think is my favorite thing to watch I was bawling the first time I saw the 7 p.m and fans yelling out the window I was like that's so
0: incredible in New York City that's amazing it's amazing you feel the energy in the city and you feel the people coming together and the community it's powerful
1: it really is and I think that Like you said, focusing on the positive and appreciating all the people, all the people, all people, right? Everyone is a part of this world from people who are still driving the trains to people at the grocery store. I think that people need to be kind and see each other and recognize we couldn't all be here without each other, right? Whatever our jobs are and whatever we do, we're all in this life together and we can really help each other through or make it really horrible. And I think that people are really coming together in an amazing way.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you lived here during 9-11, but it feels a lot like that in the city. Yeah. Right now, yeah. like people, I think at first people were really scared, and I think now everybody is kind of coming together.
1: Yeah. I moved here two weeks after 9-11. We were driving into the city actually on that day. Uh, my friend who I was moving here with had an interview, and I was signing our lease. And... Yeah, we moved October 1st. It's wild because it does. It feels very quiet. Yeah. Like it did then, right? Everything's quiet and you're like, what is happening?
0: Yeah, like when you go outside and just in general, the energy is different. And now that you're doing all this energy work.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is. And it's one of those things I can like feel. It's weird because when you're tapped in and you're quiet and you listen, there are moments you can feel even more powerful. I remember the, the first sound bath I did. They do them at 11 on the first one I did online, like during this, it was the Friday and during the sound bath is when Cuomo shut down the city. And my, my boyfriend texted me after, he was like, that was amazing. And Cuomo shut down the city in the middle of your sound bath. And I was like, well, at least the 30 people who are on there got to like have a breath before they heard that news.
0: Back to your roots with Intensati and now, it's kind of full circle for you with sound baths, because that's all very spiritual work. I've always seen you in the studio doing indoor cycling classes. So the energy is very different. But it's interesting, though, because I think probably, it's just my instinct of what makes you such a great teacher is that you're connected to the people. And when you're connected to people, you're connected to the universe. And so therefore, it makes sense that you're so spiritual, and you're doing these sound baths, which are very cool.
1: Yeah. And it's so funny. It, everyone is right. I think everyone that's what like, ooh, like I like their vibe is because they're like what we relate to who we're more alike to, you know, mm-hmm. but we, we're all connected. But that is why I love teaching so much is because I like can feel what people need and what they'll like and how they need to be talked to and what I need from the room and what they need from me it's one of the it's like and a take and it's all it is it's like one big dance that you're playing whether you're on the bike or if I'm playing bowls it's all kind of the same thing or teaching a yoga class
0: I'm excited for you
1: I miss like I miss teaching like I don't seeing people like being being able to you can feel people through what I do I remember I, I was just doing a sound bath and I felt so sick after and someone texted one of the girl who was in the meditation text me she's like oh she's like I had the worst stomach pains before and I was like ah I was like ah I should have known I should have known it wasn't mine like I but I felt so sick right and you can still feel people and still feel all of that it's just different when you're physically there with someone than it is when you're not physically present with them but I do I miss that so much in that energy and it's so funny because yeah, it's different whether I'm in like a silent yoga class teaching, you know, with no music or screaming over a microphone with tons of music. I, it's the same to me. Yeah, it's, it feels the same. It feels just as exciting and fun. And I still get so jazzed up, whatever it is. And I think that like to come back to people think they want to be instructors, you yeah. really have to have a passion love it It, not for getting on a stage or being the center of attention because that's not what it is it's like you want to have to want to help people yeah you want you like genuinely I believe me 13 years later I would not still be (laughs) doing I would be like so over it if I wasn't so jazzed up to like see everyone and feel like I want you to be that excited to go into your day to like go make a deal or whatever you do, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. go do your thing, but be doing it with even more joy and fun and from a healthier place. And that's what it takes is. And I think that people don't always understand is it like, Oh, you get to like make a playlist and work out all day. Well, it's not your workout and the playlist is fun, but the best part is that so many people get to be the recipient of feeling better Yeah. from Something you're
0: doing. That definitely is what drives me, also, which is, I guess, why I started the podcast, right? Because I am super passionate about fitness and exercise and eating healthy. And I feel like a lot of people that I meet, that I talk to, who are successful in their business, they also, like you said at the beginning with your boss, who would leave to go to the gym. Like that's what yeah. people are doing when they're successful at work for the most part. I mean, you know, it's a blanket statement, but I would, pe- all the yeah. people I meet, That's what they're doing. So it's inspiring and motivating all at once. Yeah. Back to like career and work. I mean, you did some Tony Robbins Mm -hmm. seminars that you mentioned earlier. So I'm sure you have some great, you know, from your own personal experience, from doing those amazing programs with Tony Robbins, I'm sure you have Mm -hmm. some mantras or advice for people maybe in, and I know it's a hard time to give like career advice, but if there's something that's like your go-to or I don't know, Like a mantra or piece of advice that you want to share with listeners.
1: Yeah, you know what? I think if you want to do something, you have to be smart, right? There's a there's a obviously a financial component to this. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I know it's true for me. You have you have to, and I think it's true for everyone. You have to believe in yourself. Obviously, have a backing, have a have a cushion of money, like have a. Something you can stand on, or someone that's supporting you. Um, but go full out, right? Like, you have to go, and like, it's not gonna happen. It never, I never would have been able to do what I'm doing now if I stayed at Warner and been teaching Equinox on the side, right? Like, like you said, you can't make whatever you love to do your side hustle. If it is, like, if you know you're gonna do it, I, I just knew, I knew when i walked into my boss's office at warner that i was like no i quit because i need to go help people and i know that i'm like leaving a six-figure job to go do this which is dumb to some people but i was like i know i can be successful because i'm so passionate about it i will make it i will i mean i was working from five o'clock in the morning to 10 o'clock at night going from deep on the Bronx to like Wall Street to teach on class to teach classes so like if you're willing to hustle and if you believe in yourself you can make whatever you want to happen but you have to jump in with both feet and it's kind of how like my business is Is like you don't have to go all out in every single thing you do but you have to if you want to make one thing happen you have to give everything you have to that one thing right so that would be my piece of advice is if there's something you love that you like really want to do go go do it I always said you know what worst case scenario I can go back to being an admin like I can type I'm really good with people <laughs> like I can I can always go find one of those jobs if this all doesn't work out but I know I won't have to because I'm going to make this happen and that's true for everyone whatever it is you want to do
0: I agree this has been awesome thank you so much
1: It's so good to talk
0: to you. Do you have any final tips or advice for our listeners?
1: Start with a minute to breathe in the morning, at night. But also my my favorite thing and what I've always, for the past, I don't know, 10, 12, a lot of years, before you go to bed, three things. And if there's someone that you like share a bed with or if it's just by yourself, think of three things that you're grateful for from the day. So like every night before I go to bed, I'm like, what are your three things? And so we, and so we ask each other, but like when I was single for all the years, (laughs) I would write a gratitude list and every night before I go to bed and that just leaves you with a much more peaceful way to end the day rather than like, "Ah, I forgot to do this and I have this to do tomorrow. And it just gives you a nicer place to go to bed with, especially in times like these, like I'm grateful
0: I think it's a great idea.
1: Yeah. So that would be my piece of advice for everyone.
0: Where, Yeah. Where can people find you?
1: Yeah. It's Diane which is D-Y-A-N, and then Chumas is T-S-I-U-M-I-S.com. But you can just find me, D-Fierce, on Instagram, and my site is there. And my, I'm going to do online meditations free on live. I want to do them at least once a week after everyone's out of isolation just because I think – Everyone needs it, so I'll always do it because I just think it's that important. But yeah, breathe, be grateful, and drink lots of water.
0: That's awesome.
1: (laughs) Those are my tips. Thank you. Thanks, you too. Stay well.
0: Thanks again for tuning in to Marnie on the Move. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social at Money on the move one at gmail.com and let me know what you're enjoying, what you want to hear more of, if you have questions for our guests, just reach out.